0: ghosts and goblins run amok in the caverns of pride swinging petty corruption the seven size. are it's the reviewer new podcast i'm dj i'm will the greatest and this is the podcast where we look back at the filmographers that we grew up with as fans uh well, that's typically what we do, but this one is uh, a up Halloween special. Ooh, spooky season. I <laughs> uh, got all the <laughs> stock sounds in there. Before we get started, if you'd like to request a song or movie or album for me to review, uh, head on over to my kovi Kobe at com slash rap critic and donate to get your request in. And before we get started, I think we should also uh, tell, tell the good people, uh, about where 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 we can where we can fuck with your shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> well if you're trying to fuck with your boy's shit. Um I actually have my own YouTube channel, also at Will the Greatest, and Instagram at Will the Greatest. And I have my own podcast where we talk pop culture called the Ace Podcast. Where we talk all things art, culture, and entertainment, more specifically pop culture and entertainment. Um there's probably gonna be an episode coming up soon about New York Comic Con and trying mm-hmm. to get some uh future Future people on a couple different episodes made a couple connects there. Might okay. might try and get you on the show, DJ. Who knows?
0: Oh, well, hey, I'll see if he's busy. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, of oh, course, man. Of course, man. Oh, my oh, God. Man. But today, uh, we're here again for a special Spooker Halloween treat. We're looking at Tales from the Hood 3. That's right, folks. I just couldn't believe that this happened. Like, literally, it was like one in 2018 and then that was the one originally that I was thinking about doing. And then, like, uh, my m- m- main man, Will, over here, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, what about the third one that came out last year? And I was like, <clears throat> what? <laughs>
1: There's a third?
0: <laughs> There's more? <laughs> <clears throat> and um, I had seen, I-, I remember watching a bit of uh, the second one. Uh, I, ca- I, I kind of did not like how the, the the way they set up the, the anthology. Did, did you watch the second one at all?
1: I remember the the core plot of it because Keith David was doing his best to carry that mess of a movie.
0: But uh, like this is like
1: oh the the the, damn.
0: It's something about like some sort of uh, technology needs to be told horror stories so it can understand some weird shit.
1: Some of the the worst like. It, I didn't know you could choose scenery, but about, like, systemic racism and the uh, <laughs> fucking prison industrial complex. It's like, well, we've created this robot that can identify threats to civilization in America. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, we get it. Yeah. White man bad. We see No, we Robo got cop. it. Yeah, it's, a, it's like, the. but the real threat is the white man. I'm like, oh, is this a fucking, like, black dynamite fucking... undercover brother skit (laughs) come on bro
0: you've seen the first one of course
1: right uh i remember i remember the plot
0: yeah see we had it we had it on vhs and uh it was one of those things where i always like it has the iconic fucking cover it was like it it was the closest thing that i felt in real life to like fucking uh real life voodoo like i remember as a kid like before i actually watched it just being like don't touch that VHS, because that one has the really scary <laughs> the, stuff on it, you know? Um, the
1: forbidden tape.
0: Right. <laughs> but then, of course, getting, you know, just slightly older and, and just having that feeling of like, wait a minute, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, it's, it's, best- a, it's a skeleton with sunglasses. <laughs> now,
0: as much as I enjoy the cheesiness of it, like, you, you know, there's still, of course, that understanding of just like, yeah, this isn't like... That's scary but at the same time you're like oh hey but then like you know using the horror like it has been used with all you know uh, other kind of like social ills like you know to point right. out things about like you know yeah in the black community that kind of really wasn't done in horror up to that effect uh, overtly anyways you know you could always talk about like you know readings you could do into like shit like uh night of the living dead you know what i'm saying stuff like that but um right. you know stuff that were you know they're explicitly going hey this is a movie for black people you know FUBU, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to specifically use the imagery of, like, you know, uh, uh, black iconography of the time to really, like, tell the fucking story, you know, and make it legit, right? Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. That's some, some creative uh, kind of narrative inclusions, and, in, you know, as far as the commentary goes, which it's... What is bewildering in examining the first Tales versus two and then three is that it's the same creator. It's, it's some fucking George Lucas and star Wars shit. Cause oh, like, wow. no, it's the, it's the same guys, but the step down in terms of just like, <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's a, a decent level of like overtness, but there's some level of like tact and subversion and creativity with like narrative aspects. You get to the second one. You're like, Oh brother. Do you, like, I, I get kind of almost quote unquote, like making racism comical. 'Cause like if if you've ever seen Dear White people like the racist dude in that movie, I'm like, oh, this is hilarious. This right, is a, right. a damn near cartoon character. So it's like Uh it would be it's it's weird to see that these are the same creators that are doing these stories, but they're just like ham fisted
0: Yeah, it's really the it, but it's like narrative it, but, attributes. It, but on one level I'm like, but how much of that is like you know the nature of horror like right like to a certain extent and and what level is it like you know the the talent of the people making the work you know like what me what part of it is the venue and like hey if we're gonna do this though we're gonna play up the campy elements because that's what we're talking about we're still trying to entertain you know versus like is this the best you had at being able to dissect this stuff for real though you know like yeah, yeah which,
1: which, so I guess I can get started with the, the third one, which I think is, does better than the second one. But, you know, when you're starting from the floor. Uh, you can now, uh,
0: now uh, um, you know, like, I'll argue for the first one, like, uh, at least as much, uh, you know. No, I, the, the
1: the first one's solid. I, I mean, yeah. the second one.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. The um, second
1: one is the floor. The first one is a good standing. Yeah, a good standing. It, it has
0: its flaws, you know what I'm saying? But, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's a, it's a solid effort, yeah. And the second oh. one, I, I don't even think I, I, I remember having that moment Of like, I couldn't get through
1: it <laughs> I, I could see, was it the uh, The the Fucking sexual pick Or Oh
0: lord <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm I, I have to block that out <laughs> uh, As you should but, uh, Damn, I can't, I, no, I'm sorry It was a, what was it called, a golly doll Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about, golly world yeah.
0: those, those freaking dolls, like, like it's one of those things where you're just like you just like look at white you are like, how does this not weird to you? Like, what? Why would you do that? Like, I didn't care you know what I mean? Like it would have been weird to me to <laughs> care around the dolls and like he's explicitly white. Isn't it fun to have this white golly like what? Why? That's weird.
1: And I, I think the only thing that like amplified the level of discomfort is like the white dude that was with the black girl. And like he's like, Ooh, cuff me to the to the whipping post. I'm like how bad did you need the checks? Yeah.
0: Uh... <laughs> Uh, and
1: then it's like wait black men wrote this oh jesus oh, <laughs> oh man.
0: shit well let, let's get into th- this uh third movie especially starting oh, nice. with the I-, I really feel the absolute weakest bit despite the fact that they have like you know uh, two, two, two really solid actors um in tony todd and 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 the little girl uh i mean as Good as an actor, as you know, good acting could be. Yeah, she she does solid for yeah, what solid. she has she to do. She delivers the lines very well, and and Tony Todd again, like there's just this tension the whole time, right? Because Tony Todd is this very menacing looking presence, but also as like an older right. man, like wearing these earmuffs and shit, he does have that sort of like you know protective sort of you know feel to him as well. So like as you're watching yeah. him, this nebulous face, where you're like, which is it? And honestly, I'm just gonna say, it, I don't think they do a very good job at like paying it off narratively because it's just like what (laughs) yeah what the fuck happened here how did this start?
1: it's one of those things where you look at the casting where um because like if you know the you know the first one has the host in that one the second one same host um but he's played by keith david so you know you get a fucking horror legend in tony todd right and uh, well, I guess you know spoilers for the movie and everything, but it's just like, oh, it's like, is Tony Todd going to be the storyteller? And the, it, it, then you're interested, like, so why would he be leading a little girl to the afterlife? Why is he? So, only, so it's like it's an interesting setup, and then he kind of get to the payoff where it's like subversion, uh-huh, where it turns out that the little girl is actually, you know, the the death dealer, and he's like this monstrous
0: a guy who's been child murderer, I guess. But yeah, that doesn't I, I guess make sense it... with how they said it up, because they literally misdirected you by having lines where he would legit say, like, oh, you know," there's a scene where, well, first of all, yeah, just to roll it back for another second, like, it was just right. confusing to me that she was the one telling the stories, and it was just like, how the fuck does she remember these details? And is she saying the fuck and the shit in the story, you know what I mean? Like, right. Is she saying all this stuff? But it's like, okay, whatever. Just with the payoff being that, like... Because literally there's a line in there where, where, uh, yeah, after one of the stories, uh, he says, uh, oh, you know, where did you hear that story? You know, like, how did you know about that? And she says, oh, I saw it on the news. And it's like, well, you know, I got to have a talk with your mom about what you're allowed to watch. And so it's like, okay, so you, one would assume a familial relation, you know, yeah, between cause these two like,
1: characters. You but see them when- and you're like, oh, grandpa. Then it's like yeah oh no. grandpa
0: maybe picked me up early you know early from school or something like that and something right. scary was gonna happen maybe you know an unhinged dad was gonna try to pick up the kid or something like that like some sort of allusion to some bigger story that's happening because they keep talking about like we're gonna meet your mom and we're gonna say or maybe like Ooh, are the parents dead is that the you know the gag but it's like no it's just that she was an evil demon child and I guess this guy yeah. kidnapped the wrong kid from school I which, guess like but the whole time the kid I... is acting as if they're you know they know each other actually, and a kid. Cool. yeah so that's just lying to us
1: you know yeah it's it's like the the suspension of disbelief is basically that you have to believe that tony todd just somehow picked up you a know kid. That, yeah picked up a kid who is actually like satan um or <laughs> yeah just, or or death uh
0: uh, I guess Satan's um, sending, you know, Hell's Angels sending their kids to, you know, schools in the Chicago area these days. And not well, you know, that
1: would track, actually.
0: Uh, yeah, that was like, <laughs> got a lower budget in Hell these days. I,
1: I don't hate where paid off. It's just one of those things that because there's two, it's like, it's either one or the other. It's yeah. I, Which, it probably would have been more narratively interesting to have something weird of like he actually is death but he's taking ter- her to the afterlife maybe for some you know maybe she was a bystander in a drive-by or something
0: like yeah that. like it, to have some sort of like a, a soft because you know yeah sometimes horror you know the stories that have like softer tales that'll be like oh wow that was actually like it's kind of you know you know unsettling but it's not really like horror but it's still kind of like you know creeps you out you know but th- they kind of yeah. ended on a really cheesy note instead of her having like fire in her eyes
1: <laughs> yeah and she and she's the one that says like you know you're going to hell motherfucker and i'm like yeah. Not in so many words. all right <laughs> it's like all right that's funny i guess it's, it's, it's supposed yeah. to be you know um which it, it i guess it depends like what was the impact suppose i guess it was supposed to be funny but it's like the build-up to it there's only two ways this can go so yeah. it's like either you play it straight and it's just sad. Yeah, right. Or <laughs> you do the, or you do what they did, and it's just like comical.
0: <laughs> you just like facepalm. Yeah, like this really does feel like this is a horror movie for like you know kids in the sense of like you know when you're twelve or thirteen, you know you should be watching a radar movie, but oh, of course you're gonna throw this on. Right. Like this is what this movie really is. You know. Um, right. But I will say, like you know, the stories do do uh, do give you a good sense of atmosphere, uh, even though like I said, oh, they yeah. kind of fall into a lot of cheesy areas. Uh, what were you that, gonna say? That's
1: one thing I'll say is like the atmosphere of the movie and even the shorts. I, like when I think about what I saw of the second one, I think of this. I'm like, they. I'm glad they got more money because this one is right. way more like tonally engrossing.
0: You you feel in yeah you feel invested in the scene as it's played. You feel almost you feel there's weight to the scenes, right? Right. Um, starting with the uh, the first story of the you know, the, uh, that was yeah. what it's called. Yeah. The, the dude who's trying to get the last, uh, family out of a building so he can sell it to this, uh, you know, uh, this businessman and it's like, Oh, but they won't budge. You know, it's, a, it's like a Brady, it's like a Brady bunch movie story. And this one kid is bouncing. Like he he's a sick kid. And, like,
1: he just has, has, like, cancer, doesn't he? Yeah.
0: Well, does he have cancer? Because it's like.
1: Was it cancer? Or was he just bald? Yeah, I think it was just bald because it seemed like they were waiting okay.
0: for him to possibly get better. Because they said, like, we won't move until he feels better. So, it was like, it right. seemed like they were possibly holding out hope or something, but you wouldn't be holding out hope if it was cancer, right? Like, you know, um,.
1: <laughs> he what? bouncing back, yeah, right <laughs> he, he, He'll get it. Eight years old in remission. Damn. Yeah,
0: it's like, yeah, hey, got strong genes. No, but um, he'll power through it. But the thing that like was throwing me off initially was that like you know the 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 father is talking to the to the guy uh, uh you know uh, Trying to try to get them to sell and get them to leave, and while they're having the conversation, the boy is just like bouncing the ball, a basketball, in the house, and I was just like. Okay, yeah. I, I don't care how sick. Nigga, you are. there's
1: company. Like, yeah,
0: that that just like a black black parent's not gonna let you just bounce a big ass basketball out. I'm sorry, you taking that outside? I, in a, in a absolutely, the fuck shit, not. Like, <laughs> like you,
1: you watching this as a black person and you're like you're getting annoyed. It's like. I need to stop bouncing that goddamn ball in the house. You better right? take that shit outside. Like, that's what the response was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, so when the when the guy who was coming over there got angry, like, it was like, yeah, all right, that's not your place. But at the same time, like, why are we cool with this boy bit. bouncing this ball?
1: <laughs> right, it's like, yo, so y'all ain't going to do nothing, but we're trying to figure out business, and you're trying to figure out, uh, well, I have a place to live tomorrow. Right, this thing I don't bounces hear the a damn wrong basketball way. In the
0: Granddad's urn is going all over the floor, like... <laughs> Right, um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so what ends up happening is, uh, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Oh, oh, yeah. So the shady business dude, he's like mm-hmm. uh, oh, a black man, by the way, and there's a black family. So you know, his yeah. commentary. Uh, he ends up going to this uh, this white sort of meth head guy who kind of has the skinny on like. Um, you know, rigging buildings to, like, you know, controlled arsons and shit like that to collect insurance. Right. And... It it suddenly caught fire. Right, Right, precisely. And so the idea is that, like, okay, they say, um, how do we get these people out? Well, if we have a, you know, grease fire, it'll destroy the place enough where they won't want to stay, but if it's a grease fire and it's in this one place, well, where their bedroom is is further away, so we know they'll have a chance to escape and, like, you know, we don't want any bodies. We just kind of want them to get out, you know? Um right. But, of course, that goes wrong because it's a horror movie. Um, of course. And, now, it was just annoying in general how, at first, they were really jump-scare central. Like, for the first, like, five minutes. <laughs> like... With when Tony Todd just put his hand on that one little marble thing, which is like, "Okay, that that was nothing. It was just happening right. by and put his hand on there. That wasn't like someone was there. And oh no, like it was just nope, revealing just
1: a, him. Just, just a just a casual reveal. And then you know if we're uh, talking about this, it's, which I guess the the you know as we're going through the story, it's one of those things. Of just like oh the there go them fucking race traders it's like there's something something right. capitalism something something betraying your own people for capital gain of you course know? the the jay-z's of the written ra- no. uh, <laughs> no, yeah. oh the, the guy yeah. looked like he was
0: definitely uh you know of the, of the uh what's the uh, uh like the, the PMC class or whatever and, and the,
1: definitely that you know that hoity toity who's not afraid to roll some good hard-working people under the bus to to reach his bottom dollar, especially for his uh his his white benefactor. Precisely like, you need to get that apartment
0: off the lot. And- precisely, precisely. So um but what ends up happening is that uh they apparently like you know, the the meth dude sets the fire, but they apparently didn't wake up in time or something to that effect. Apparently the mom and the uh what was, I think it was the kid and the dad died and the mom mm-hmm. was like In critical condition. Oh,
1: yeah, in critical... Because they were rolling her out in the stretcher, and she had, like, severe third-degree burns and was, like, shaking and everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so he's like, oh, crap. Well, uh... We didn't need to be done. But then, like, he goes over to the best dude, and then he shoots him, which is like, okay, that's immediately gonna leave a fucking trail, like...
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) like, well, they're they're on the... What are we gonna do? We, bitch! (laughs)
0: Pow! But, um, then after that, he goes to the, uh, he goes to, why does he go to the building now?
1: Um, the, the original building? Wasn't it, to. um, it was some. I think it was something for his boss. As he's walking in, he thinks that someone else is trying to
0: mess with him that he knows, because he mentioned someone's name. And he, cause at first he's like, he, like the first thing that happens, you know, it, it, this is a black horror movie, right? So the first thing he hears a uh, hint of like some bullshit, he pulls out his fucking gun and he's like, all right, quit fucking around. What's going on? You know? Yeah. And, um, cause he it, kept hearing that damn basketball that yes. At first he got a call that it was like the basketball bouncing.
1: God damn. That was some silly shit. Like imagine right? you pick up a phone, just poon, poon. <laughs> and he just had like fear, like, "Oh my God, the basketball kid's gonna what get else which, could like, it have been? <laughs> which like he he legitimately seemed scared. I'm like, if a te- if like an eight year old boy with a basketball scares you, move out the city, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the bits are, are a bit hacky, but I actually did like. It, there was a genuinely unsettling uh, point of, like, seeing the bodies that are on fire running down the hallway. Like, that was a genuinely, like, disturbing moment. Like, of yeah, it was like, oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it's still, like, that sort of, like, what is that thing called? The, the Uncanny Valley, where you're like, I know this isn't real, but it's, like, the way it's moving is so disturbing that it still kind of creeps you out, you know what I mean?
1: Right. So, it's, it's, yeah, it's, like, it's that like, that the, was the, still... That the was fire good... effects were actually pretty solid in the movie, too, I'll give you Yeah, that. yeah,
0: for sure. <laughs> and, um, basically at the end, yeah, they end up, like, uh, they end up scaring him until he falls out of the, the building and just, like, you know, breaks his, like, back or whatever and
1: just dies. Um. Yeah, it was, like, his, even his death kind of confused <laughs> me, because he was on, what, the second floor? Yeah, yeah. And got thrown from a basketball, I'm like, mm.
0: <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was like a Okay, alright.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you could probably survive like yo if she could survive being in a direct fire yeah i feel like because it wasn't the steps he just fell on the concrete i'm like yeah you'd be fucked up
0: and and at first i thought like maybe he was paralyzed because he kind of looks over but i think he's supposed to have just died and i was like oh
1: right and then and then it just kind of yeah and then the family shows up it just just fades
0: yeah yeah they 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 show up and just kind of walk back into the house and then it just fades uh yeah and the, the it just stops yeah <laughs> and um, I'm like,
1: so. Well, anyway. uh, <laughs> yeah, because that's what he goes. Like. How
0: do you know that story?
1: <laughs> yeah, because um, like, what, yeah, it's like he gets pushed out by by a spirit basketball. Uh, <laughs> all started again, with a launch basketball kids horror movies, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then just dies on the concrete. at the family's like, now we've been redeemed, I guess. Let's <laughs> yeah, like let's
0: go back to living in the house. Uh, I guess we're haunted. Yeah, it's this like house. now
1: we're now we're gonna haunt this property for whatever. Elon Musk so it billionaire, down, <laughs> yeah. Because like, it's Chicago, this shit's not going to be up that long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Then there's the the second one, which uh I, I actually enjoyed relatively, like for how deeper, like how much more deeply psychologically, cosmically horrifying it is. You know, like what what was they're it, going uh, for there. Like it, it's not like a, it the, a, a the bunker, up, like or... ah scary sort of thing, but it's more like the oh my god, the the bigger sort of horror of. Uh, Again, yeah, that word cosmic horror of how like the characters ends up being treated. I kind of don't want to give it away. Uh, the the one with the yeah the racist white dude in the bunker and oh like,
1: okay, I I feel <laughs> like peop I feel like people really didn't like it. I kind of did because it's one of those things where like the the payoff at the end I think was just a a tiny bit cheesy, but everything built like I really liked the actor. Yeah, for that.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was really, like, how he threw himself into being this caricature of the, like, fucking, you know, the y'all kata, you know what I mean? Like, holed up in right. whatever state it was, uh, like, they're not gonna take our guns away even though nothing's fucking happening.
1: <laughs> and also just, like, that that hellish dichotomy of being, like, thunderously racist, but also heavily, heavily, like, fetishizing brown yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just, like, I'm like, yeah. There's like, weirdly enough, it's like there's a there's a lot unpacking this one. Oh yeah, he he like he
0: has like these blow up dolls where he has like you know simulated sex with them, as well as like uh, an Asian and a Jewish and a uh, uh, yeah like uh, a a Arab and a black one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and so it's like you know there's that sort of like uh, oh okay, and it's so uncomfortable, but it's one of those things where it's like that absurd horror of like you're watching this character, you know, in their insanity, stew in their insanity, as they're just, like, right. talking shit and saying, uh, you know, all these different malapropisms, like, saying all of these fucking words wrong because, of course, they're an absolute goddamn dingus. <laughs> but and so yeah, it's like, it's... at first you're laughing at them saying shit wrong and then you're just kind of like oh, my God, this man is insane. And every time he yeah. goes out, like, you know, uh you see these, uh like, you don't get a good look at them, but it's like, it seems like these people that are wearing, like, uh cowboy hats or something like that, and it's, it always seems mm-hmm. like there's, like, two of them that are, like, just out of focus, and he's always going, like, God damn it, like, don't come any closer, you motherfuckers, you know, and, like, He's always getting angry, but the idea is that, like, he's holed up in this bunker, and it's like, uh, these, uh, American, uh, uh, government that are falling to the LGBTQIXWEUSP and the, and the blacks, and the Jews, and the blah, 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 you know, like, it's this guy, like, going on a whole fucking rampage, right? And, um... But like yeah, the whole point is that like, oh, they're not gonna get this land, uh if they wanna take it, they'll have to go through my uh what did they say like Yeah,
1: it from my cold dead fingers. Yeah, it was like, these, it was like these, you uh, can have my guns and my freedom. It's like, all right, bro.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like they think they, they can push their uh M&M domain on me or something like that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: And, and, like, the whole scene when he, like, tore the poster back, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, oh I yeah, didn't he, mean it. He ripped Ugh. the poster of that white woman uh,
0: that he had. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, I'm sorry. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. And it's, like, it's it's weird because, like, yeah, this is, of course, just a lampooning of, it. it's just a total caricature, which I think is kind of, yeah. you know, on the one hand, it's hilarious. But then you kind of stop and think about, the the levels of like it's all you're putting all of these ridiculous things in like one person but it's like separately all of that bullshit gets spread out yeah and in a lot of other places yeah
0: and is it too far is it really that far away from the um the rhetoric of the type of person who is so insecure and needing to rely on their whiteness to feel special right and that it leads that down those crazy
1: paths you know what i'm saying like yeah and like the the heavy the heavy like conspiracy theorist angle to it um or that whole thing and just like the
0: everybody's out to get you that sort of thing
1: yeah it's it's just like it's just
0: ye good old xenophobia and and i was like yeah like this white guy in america it's like but everyone's out to get me it's like it's like in america Really think? Do you really it's think like people want to get to you?
1: Like, it's like, here's the thing if they wanted to get you, you would have been got. You would have got got like, if the government wants to get you, they go get the, you. Like, yeah, it's like if they really wanted to get you, they would have because yeah. history has shown they have a history of getting them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, very, very rarely do they not get got. The, I think the last person who didn't get got. Was uh, uh, Asada Shakur? Like I think she's the last yeah, one. Yeah, right. Right. They didn't right, get. They're got. still
0: mad. They're still mad about it. They're, they're still,
1: still mad. Himself. They're like she'll be, and they're waiting. They're like God she'll damn come it, back to the, the eventually. Human
0: hip hop motherfucker.
1: <laughs> right. They're like, damn it, she got to come back one of these days. frogs got to breathe, right? Yeah. It's like no, bitch, she's just there. <laughs> but, she ain't uh, coming back. <laughs> the
0: the one after that was the the singer, um,
1: the the that singer. was interesting it was um,
0: interesting uh, I, I, I i and i also do have to shout out uh lynn whitfield getting some work uh the yeah. amazing lynn whitfield fucking from eve's bayou and whatnot uh she's fucking awesome um
1: so it's nice like she, that's a face i haven't seen in a bit
0: it, she has a, such a strong face right like she has such strong features uh oh yeah it's one of those things where you're like why aren't you in more shit like
1: <laughs> um We just don't know
0: but yeah she's this older woman who's uh you know, she, she had, like, one shot at being an opera singer uh, for being an understudy of an understudy, um, but uh, when she finally got her big break, because two of the, the main singers got uh, under the weather from the flu, you know, she did one right. show where she did really great, but a whole bunch of, you know, racist white motherfuckers were in an uproar, because it was, like, the 50s or 60s, mm-hmm. and they, like, you know, got mad, like, what's this... Uh, black woman what's this negro doing playing carmen which you know if you know anything about carmen it's just kind of funny to think about because like carmen is literally supposed to be about like you know a roma woman which is Mm -hmm. this minority in spain so it's like oh oh wow (laughs) you know like what they would call gypsies right like which is like not the cool word but like the fact is like you know, yeah, this minority, minority like, uh, you know, what we would, uh, you know, the way we would treat I guess, like, Native Americans, right? Like, yeah. the way the average white person, you know, st- uh, structurally, you know, treats Native Americans, right? Like, that is how Roma people were treated in Europe, right? Like, it's basically the same extent, right, right, you know? Right, right. It's like, who are these people? They don't actually, you know, no one actually cares about that. You know, it's that sort of, like, thing, you know what I mean?
1: Um, Right, right, right. It, it was, in it, you know, the premise there is really interesting, just because, like, you know, she's Trying to be a, uh the main girl's trying to be a singer and everything and try to make it the industry. Meets this guy, he's like, Hey, look, I know it, that you can make like dumb money. All right. you gotta do is take care of this old lady and, you know, run into cl- classical Lynn Whitfield. Uh, oh, yeah. And just her just, oh, giving her the fucking business. It, oh, my God. Like, Damn.
0: Yeah. So basically, yeah, it starts off with her going like, um, Oh, you know, wow, you're a singer. Well, you know, I'm a singer, too. I do, like, R&B and pop. And it was kind of funny, actually. Like, hearing the song earlier, it was it actually kind of went in, though. Like, you remember that pop song where it was just like... Yeah, I'm
1: just like, <laughs> I was okay. Like, yeah. Okay, background vocals.
0: Okay. Yeah, she has some fucking lyrics. She's like, uh, uh, so I'll give you the climax if you're up for the climb. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs>
1: so it's like, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> you throw that on the radio. Wait a minute. <laughs> um... But yeah, like uh, you know, so the the younger younger uh, lady, she starts, you know, singing for giving her a couple of notes, and look, Winfield kind of like kind of stops her. It's like, you have the potential, but uh, you know, I, I, you know, I think you're, you know, if you work on it, you could you get there. And it was just like, what else, like going, was oh,
1: one of them, eh, hey, you, are, I, I guess it's yeah, like, oh, like bitch. <laughs>
0: damn. Um, the nerve
1: of this senior citizen.
0: Now, what I didn't enjoy was the misdirect where it was just like, oh, she gets so angry. and Then she like literally has a moment where she like pushes the old woman down and just starts beating the absolute shit out of her. Where it's just like, like legitimately just like, just hitting her with like an award, like a really heavy award, yeah. right in the face. Where you're like, oh fuck, this is this the horror? He you can't like this. This it's like damn, we're killing old, old okay. Woman? this oh is crime yeah, we're just jumping to it. And but then it does the sort of oh, that was just a thought she had, and it's just like, that's
1: but, uh, cheap. Uh, like uh, you, you dirty bitches, you didn't have the stones to kill an old lady. Right? <laughs> Um,
0: but what does end up happening is that it's kind of like saying, like, she was so angry at being, like, slighted and disrespected, like, oh, how dare this, you know, woman talk to me like this, like, what, what the fuck do you really know, you know, and so the um, um, the guy that she's hanging out with that uh, gave her the gig kind of says, like, hey, you know, this old bag is, like, really rich, man, like, if you wanted to jumpstart your career, you know, hey, I think you do have a good voice, what you could do is, uh, you know, switch your blood with hers for a certain transfusion Uh, like basically this older woman she needs like blood transfusions or something like that every now and then but it's like a really streamlined process because of modern technology where like oh all you need to do is like substitute the bag so you know you don't need to be a professional to do it you just need to like switch it out but like you know the blood bags are like in the fridge so like you know she goes out to the other room uh, to go get them and so the guy uh, the guy what's his name his name's like Uh, he has a weird name it's like Park yeah Park yeah yeah Uh, just park and so he says uh, yeah he says to her uh like hey you know if you want to get her bread and we can just like kind of go off and like get your shit started you know she's an old bag she's got a lot of money doesn't have any family you know what i'm saying she's kind of like a old spinster yo boom what we could do is uh, ain't nobody gonna miss her exactly so like all right we draw some of your blood which is not the same type as her blood mix it in it'll just like slowly poison her they'll think she died yep. of uh, you know doctors will think she died of anemia and we'll get away with the money scot free and so uh and which he is tells a very
1: them, fucked up plan
0: yeah like cuz it's like you know you're like what like you have that like he escalates so quickly that the way she responds does give you that sort of you kind of take it back. And you're like, wait, you you went along with this a little too easily.
1: Yeah, it's like, bro, you you had this waiting in the cut, didn't you? <laughs> she was,
0: yeah, it's like, oh well, I didn't know you had a plan. Well, why not? Let's see what you got. Like, whoa. But uh, he does give her. He does pause for a second and go like, hey, now, like, you know, just double check. Are are you cool with going through with this? And she's like, yeah. You know what? Yeah, cause you know she has them over like, fuck this bitch. She fucking dissed my fucking singing voice. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know.
1: Right. She's um, like, yeah, yeah. She roasted my vocals. Get her <laughs> ass. She got to catch a piece of the
0: seat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. And so yeah, she she decides to do it, and then um, you have the moment where like. Uh, that, you know, they do the blood transfusion. and they kind of, like, they celebrate because, like, it's clear that she died. And so they're like, ha, they're having fun. They, you know, throw all the money on the bed. They start, like, making out and all that sort of stuff. uh, All that sort of stuff. And then, you know, it cuts later on. She's asleep. And, like, he's, like, asleep. And he just kind of, like, wakes up. And there's a a music box that he had given, that she had given, uh, that Lynn Whitfield's character had given the younger woman uh, earlier in the movie. And he, like, picks it up. And opens it up and, like, kind of, like, cranks it and, like, lets the music play. And I, I, th- I feel like this was kind of, like, the film language wasn't great here to let you know that the point was that the song was hypnotizing her. Because, like, it just, like, quick cuts oh, to her being Okay, in a that,
1: that makes sense. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Wow, that didn't translate that well.
0: Yeah, they, I feel like the, it just didn't do a good enough job to set up what they were trying to do. Because it just felt like, wait, if she's just dreaming up, like, how are they supposed to know that... How are they going to be able to do anything? Like, you know, like, what if she just didn't go to sleep that night? Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, but no, the point mm-hmm. is that the the music box, I believe, is, is putting her in a trance so that she's, yeah, being, like, having, having her body taken, right? And right. so what ends up happening in the dream, which is so fucked up, and, and it took me an extra second uh, to realize what's happening. Because, like, you know, she, she wakes up and, you know, things are really, like, weirdly, like, light purple mood lighting all around. And then she walks into the room and sees, like, this like, you know, a uh, Satan circle in this uh, one room, and it kind of pans yeah. up and sees this old man who's shirtless kind of, like, take a big cup and, like, start to drink it, and then when he, like, pulls it back down, you know, he's the, he's parked again, and she's he's like, oh, again. shit. And then he starts, like, dribbling blood, like, the blood starts dribbling out, and he's, like, smiling at her, and it took me, like, the uh, the second rewatch to be like, oh, oh, that's her blood, this sick out of a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, so which which I thought the the cinematography in like the the dreamscape was actually it was pretty solid. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty. solid.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a solid. Like yeah, taking you to that other realm and like you know creeping you out with the the dreamscape sort of thing. Yeah, um, and and then I also liked just the creepy factor of you know the woman, uh, the older woman Lynn Whitfield being in the tub and like her mm-hmm. running up to like she runs up to a, where she it looks like she's in like the back part of a house something like that like and then like she hits up to this one part where she's like, oh shit, I'm up against the mirror, but like, wait, I'm on the other side of a mirror. Oh my God, what's happening? And then she looks into the bathroom and sees like, yeah, the older woman like sitting there in the tub looking like she's dead. Um, But then the guy comes over to her and like, I think he has like the blood in her mouth and like sort of like leaks it into her mouth and like kisses her and it's just like, oh! And then it it turns out to be a thing where like she has a nightmare where she loses her voice and then wakes up. As the old woman who, like, is talking like, uh, who's talking like, uh, her, like, and that's how you know, like, she's in her body, because she's talking like the young woman, even though she's Lynn Woodfield, she's like, oh my god, what's going on? What's happening? And, like, you know, she goes over, and it's one of those things where, like, oh shit, so the reveal is that she did want her voice, and she was acting like she did, like, this
1: son of a yep. bitch. <laughs> she, they were trying to find somebody with the right vocals. Right! it's like, like yeah. Cause it's like if I make her feel bad about herself,
0: right? Then she'll want to
1: kill me. Meaning we get to hit her with the body swap. That that
0: I was like, okay, that's actually kind of slick. It's, I, a,
1: it's some slick. When the plan is revealed, it's some slick dirty shit. Right. That's so, yeah. It's
0: one of those when you get the reveal,
1: like that's actually a pretty good thriller of a of a story right there.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I will say I did like that one.
1: Um... Yeah, I I enjoyed it for the most part, and then uh, and then you know they they push formerly when Lynn Whitfield kind of down the steps, and it, there's like an epilogue sort of about her oh, yeah. going to the audition about to perform Carmen again because it turns out that like that he's like we've been jumping through bodies for thirty years, we've just been trying yeah. to find the right one, and I'm like ooh ooh what, and I'm just like so what happened next? Oh, that's the end. Oh, okay.
0: Right, right. It it, it kind of like half does a get out thing and then goes like oh, all right, we're done. <laughs>
1: Thought, like all right that's know. enough
0: <laughs> yeah and um again okay so they're going somewhere they're going to there's a building that Yeah, the main story there's a building that they're trying to yeah. get to and it's never explained why this building is good or important it's just like that's the building and it's like why what's here like they just don't say anything and and like there's a point where it looks like they're going into like a you know you know old houses used to have those What are the dumb waiters where you like you know, open up the thing and you could uh, get either that or some sort of thing where you're like, because it doesn't look like an elevator because it looks like they have to, like, do something to get into it, but uh, they get into it and they're able to go down but she goes like, wait, oh, this thing looks weird, I don't like it, and he goes you do want to see your mommy, don't you? Well, we gotta get on then it's like, wait, again, it's just misdirected that doesn't lead anywhere because it's like you're thinking, oh, wait, so we're going to see your mommy oh, 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 is the joke that the mommy's dead or did it? you know what I mean, like Mm-hmm. It, 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 they just do it, creepy dialogue, but don't actually like do anything with it. Uh, the one, yeah, bit... it's,
1: it's it's just kind of creepy to be creepy because it's an old yeah. man and a little girl.
0: Yeah, uh, the one bit that I think is actually a good bit of dialogue that I think he actually delivers very well is the bit where he says, uh, "It's at the end of the story, and he's like, he looks like he's a very." going through something complicated as he's listening to the story yeah again that's another thing there's a part where he like cries after listening to her tell one of the stories and it mm-hmm. seems to be this thing of like oh he's kind of like distraught by the fact that this girl is like knows all of these horrific things you know it's just like right oh, this is so, sad. so again you're assuming some sort of familiar thing and like he has a moment where he goes like you know she go- uh she goes like oh you know I- i'm uh like you know, why why are those evil things following us or something like that? Like or, or if I feel like I can see him, but can you see them? And he's like, No, I can't see them but he has a line where he goes like a you know, like, hey, but you know, sometimes evil things uh you know, pretend to be shiny and nice uh Yeah in, in order to like do what they foreshadowing? need to do. Yeah, right. Like I that's guess? yeah, it's like it's like, it's a great line and it feels like it should have been in a yeah, storyline that had something that was gonna happen with that, yeah, like but, um, yeah, like I remember just hearing a lot of things and be like, holy shit, that's haunting. Where are you going to go with it? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, not, yeah, we didn't really have anything. Thanks,
1: Tony Todd. <laughs> yeah, All that talent and skill. <laughs>
0: Wasn't it so scary that he said that, though?
1: <laughs> dude, um, it's a, dude can deliver. Like, look, he could, he can make pouring milk menacing.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> um, but then we get to the last one. Uh, oh, dope kid.
0: <laughs> was that what it was?
1: Yeah. First of, oh boy. First of all, this one. Uh
0: d- taking a uh, 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 uh what is it when people do like a rip from the headlines thing. But from a thing of that's like years old like when people when people were like pushing that knockout game as if it was like a thing that was like that big. Remember that? But I, was,
1: I feel like I vaguely do, which if this is a reference to that, Jesus, what a, oh, boy. right, Like, it just like, so felt like, what a, what an obscure uh, thing that just didn't take off.
0: Yeah, and first of all, it was just like, yeah, like, that was, maybe like one or two people were doing something like, it's one of those things where like, you know, CNN having a slow news day, having to like, yeah. puff up some shit. It's like, yeah, like, if you really wanted to rob someone, you just use a gun, like, like, you know, like, yeah, like what am
1: I'm pretty sure that was, like, around the Vine era, like, when we were, like, Slack sure. Game was a thing, was like, 2012, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. or some shit, 2013, Sure. Uh, some
0: sort of, like, it's just a prank, bro, I'm sure those guys are out there, for sure.
1: All yeah, right, um, so, premise, fucking, stone cold, one punch man over here.
0: Yeah, right! <laughs> it's like, what? this isn't real okay whatever
1: the, there's a maniac on the loose sucker punching people and robbing them which i'm just like i'm like what year is, is
0: this yeah
1: yeah what year is this and how hard is he hitting them because right like that's, like, who is this
0: fucking fucking uh iron man glove punch he has uh,
1: yeah, he. Because, and it shows him doing it. He just. Oh, see, no,
0: good. Boom,
1: yeah, just fucking <laughs> meek. And just knocked out. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Get, bro, fuck robbing people. Get into boxing. What are you doing? That's do- what I'm S- saying. Squandering your talents as a thief.
0: But, um. um yeah, the idea is that he. He knocks out this old, like, the idea is that he's uh, specifically knocking out old ladies and, like, you know, skinny punks who, like, you know, got some nice things right. or something like that. And, dude, I have seen, I remember every time I go to New York, I feel like I see those fucking golden shoes, which I can't, like, they look fucking fly as hell. They are cool as shit, but it's just like, you want to rock around in New York in those? Like, yeah, I understand bro, that's you trying to be seen, but just look at that. That's an ground. easy way to
1: get boosted out your shits. Like. I mean, yeah,
0: first of all, yeah, you're about to get boosted. Second of all, this shit's going to get dirty like there is not oh, yeah. one it, full inch there's not one full square inch of new york street that is not caked
1: in gum like old not, gum not in the slightest <laughs> what is it he so he finds a dude with some gold shoes minks him into the afterlife yeah <laughs> like it's it's what looks at his shoes it's just like oh these are my size let me take these while i'm stealing his wallet and it's just right like, right it's and, like bro, all right yeah
0: and the idea is that like oh you know, the first thing that happens to him is that he pisses and shits himself when he's trying to hit on this girl. Uh, which, which got he a, shitted on himself. Yeah, which, like, immediately, made, it's like, I was having the moment of like, uh, is this supposed to be a comedy thing or a horror
1: thing? Like, Oh, what? oh, oh, wait, there there was a bit that we missed. That's right, because um, he, like, hit some lady's cousin and she just cursed him. Live on TV She's, She yes. said the, the next person you like punch You'll walk a mile in their shoes Or some shit yeah, like yeah. that Yeah yeah the Live on TV
0: You have to walk a mile in their shoes Yeah yeah She like right. snatches and the so, fucking mic From the reporter
1: <laughs> Fuck awesome P. Diddy shit Right Hoodoo charmers, we, we taking over. So this is, yeah. it, next person you hit, you're gonna walk a mile in their shoes. And he kills the next one. So which right. I'm like, again, how hard did you hit this man? Jesus right. Christ.
0: So yeah, the point is that like he shits himself, pisses himself, has to clean himself off because he's like, well, you know, I I want right. to still sell the kicks, so I gotta clean myself but, off. But he can't but he take he can't the, get shoes the shoes off. off. Yeah, that's the, that's the issue. So he's like shitting himself. It's like ah, I gotta take the shower like you know with the fucking clothes on because I don't know how to fucking take it off. Uh, eventually he's like, okay, I gotta go to, like, a fucking hospital or something, because I'm, I'm feeling really cold, and all of a sudden, you know, and, like, I feel like my stomach's starting to, like, cramp up, and so he's, like, trying to get to the hospital, all of a sudden, like, he starts feeling, like, his, like, body just really starts to, like, feel like he's just, like, pulling in on itself, and then he, like, it's nighttime, and he just happens to look up, and he sees a bunch of, like, white lights popping off up into the sky, and he's like, what the fuck? And then he looks down, and he sees, like, what looks like the aftermath of an accident, And with, I think it's honestly like the coolest looking visual of the whole movie. Uh, The fucking angels with the the branch wings. Like, that was really fucking cool. That was cool. That was creative. (laughs) You know, just
1: like the the, the actual angel goes to take somebody after a car accident to the afterlife. Meanwhile, he's being stalked by um, the, I think, the emissary of hell. Oh, he's (laughs)
0: being stalked by the fucking uh, goddamn... Crows from the Wiz over here. Yeah, which, uh, th- this really was a moment where it's like, oh, they should have hidden these things in the darkness a little bit more, because as soon as you see, like, these, like at first it's like, because uh, the uh, what happens is like. He eventually just, like, stops dead, whereas like feels like he's got, like, Rick and Mortis, but he's still, like, standing up. And then, like, somebody, right. you know, a whole bunch of people walk by him. A person walks by is like, oh, is it this guy pretending? And is, like, is he, like, doing a bit? Like, you know, New York, uh, you know, a uh, fucking street performer. And they just kind of, like, go in and take his wallet and they go, like, oh, hey, he's not fucking moving. He was doing a pretty good job. And, like, they just take his money in front of him and just walk off. And then uh, yeah. eventually, yeah, you see, like, this one guy, like walking by gets like a heart attack or something like that and then like a devil dude like just runs over and like st- and like pulls his soul down and you're like what the fuck and then you see like right. another one tries to come over and pull his soul and it's just like doing a whole bunch of shit in front of his face and it's one of those things but, where like
1: but it, it won't move so soul, soul won't leave body
0: right right and it's one of those things where later on, when it's explained, like I get it, but like in the moment, it just looks ridiculous when a fucking crow man, in plain daylight is just going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: because it's like sped up footage to yeah. imply like the, the stealing of the soul. But like, I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Even when it's explained and then where it ends, when we when we get there in a second, I'm like, what the? Because it just, again, this is another one where it just stops. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just I mean, like. The fuck was the implication with that? Like,
0: yeah, I mean, it at least ends like the fact that it ends on a horror, like on a scary note with the the, you know, the bottom ending part is at least like kind of cool relative to what they really ever tried to do with the other ones. Um, so I can at least right. appreciate it for that much. But um, but
1: it it just wasn't it it wasn't hitting for me just because like where I'm like, so he just like that.
0: Yeah, I I thought, because I thought he was going to, because the idea, what they bring up when she just, you know, plays Mrs. Exposition and just goes like, oh, I guess I'm just going to explain everything to you now. And she was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, these are all the five stages of, uh, you know, death and, uh, you know, the only way, like, the idea is that your soul is trapped in this purgatory with these demons trying to take your soul. Uh, you, You can either be stuck here or you can just, like, you know, descend and finally go to hell, but you can't do it unless you ask for forgiveness of the person that you attacked, and they set yeah. it up like it's going to be a thing but it just kind of doesn't happen where he's like you know i thought it was going to be a thing where he's like on his knees in front of the person and be like please forgive me please forgive me you know like something like that but they just kind of yeah, but, yeah but they just kind of run
1: Uh, because he's dead so they he goes to the cadaver so and they're about to like start the the surgery and everything yeah and so he he's also feeling it and it's showing on his body
0: yeah like that that horror of them like cutting up the body and it happening to him like that's kind of a a cool moment but yeah it it, it feels like it should be leading somewhere and then it just doesn't yeah
1: and then it stops and then i'm just like so he's a zombie
0: yeah it's like i guess it's just stuck there i guess that's the point i don't
1: know yeah uh, where it's like he's just he's just bleeding out in this room while she's doing these surgeries and taking out i'm just like i mean that shit probably hurts but he's not going down i was like so was that the implication because here's the thing i'm like, I feel he's like going there, to there was like hurting, five more yeah, minutes you yeah. know that, that that it needed but it's just like he's just screaming bleeding and then stop
0: and, and they just pan like as they slowly go back to the original story. Uh, the, the main story, they like slowly pan over like the golden shoes as they pass like, oh, yeah, all for the, all for the love of gold. Uh, it not the parable? huh? The, uh, a fool in his gold, dot, 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 eh, Warty? <laughs> right. It was like, like, that's all they right. had. Like
1: <laughs> that, that's, that's all we had in the tank on that one. Huh? Didn't have any more. We, we don't ran out of film, but we're shot on digital. We ran out of space. <laughs>
0: We ran out of ideas, okay? We, <laughs> you want me to just say it. All right, I'll say it. There, I said it. There, I said it. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah. How do you how do you feel this this measures up to the to the first one? Do, I, do you remember it at all?
1: Um, it's one of those things where it's like I think it's not as good as the first, only with like the the wraparound story. I think the first one is better. Yes, I think and the I, first
0: story is absolutely, like, the first wraparound story is absolutely, like, the best of, um, you know...
1: Because, you know, you, you can't beat the shit.
0: Right, and, and just how they actually do pay that off in kind of a cool way relating to one of the earlier stories. Like, it is actually right. cool how they do that. And, yeah, Clarence is a fucking treasure. Um, and with just this one, it's just so weak as water. I actually do think the story's, like, they're the main stories are about as on par. Like I said, the crazy K one doesn't exactly like, you know, play out the best way. So it's kind of like, it's about like, it's about tip for that with this one. and the gold shoes guy, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like dope kicks is definitely the weakest for me out of this, because like, again, it just, it, it, and, um, yeah, it, it's probably the biggest example of it just stops. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, there's, you know, it's like, there's kind of a, there's, there's relatively a conclusion in operatic and... Yeah, I um, think the
0: singer, the singer one's probably like the best one, because I think it's the best yeah. full story. Uh,
1: yeah, it's, it's like, there's a, you know, there's a beginning, middle and end. And it's like, it's a dark, twisted ending, but it ends. The bunker... The bunker is definitely really good. Yeah, yeah, it's just message, the story. Which, yeah, it's, I think it's, it's, it's not
0: like, super bizarre. Like, it, it's a very uncomfortable like thing to sit through but that uncomfortableness is the point in that sort of uh you know um um what do you call it uh what are those horror movies you know those sort of uh Texas chainsaw massacre you know like right. sure like the horrors of kills but also the horror of just like looking at the reality of this person or
1: these people you know what i mean like yeah yeah so it's like it's it's definitely like do i think it's not as good as the first one yeah but it's leagues mm-hmm. better than the second one right like, as far as production effort like writing yeah um, you know it seems like, like a have,
0: movie
1: <laughs> yeah like i i have definitely have you know nitpicks for three but it's just it's it's something where I, I i think rusty and darren would benefit by getting a couple other people in the writing room maybe some some newer oh fresher faces when just you said like, they've
0: i'm so sorry mm-hmm. right now you just said rusty and darren and now now i was thrown off because i was like wait my name is darren it's not darren <laughs> like why'd you say it like that?" but then i was like oh you're talking about <laughs> and, and then No <laughs> now now the funny thing is you, you you said rusty and darren and i have been watching the venture brothers a fucking lot <laughs> Oh, uh, <laughs> so you said Rusty and Darren. And I was like, What am I on an adventure with fucking Team Venture? When
1: was, when, was when was I in the episode of Venture, bro?
0: Yeah, wait a minute. I didn't get any approvals
1: over that. I don't remember but the rap. Wait rest a damn minute.
0: I didn't, I didn't have shit to do with this script. <laughs> I'm Rusty, a man of action. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. But yeah, r- r- Rusty. Uh, Rusty Cundiff and, and uh, Dorin Scott. Also, right. which, like, side note, because these movies are also executive produced by Spike Lee. And it's one of those mm-hmm. things where it's like, this still, I don't think, is the worst thing Spike's put his name on. Oh, hell
0: no. Uh, that definitely goes to She Hate Me. Uh, I was going to say, she hate me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Why she
1: hate me, that- <laughs> bro? Get Q-tip <laughs> out of this fucking movie.
0: Now, Now, that's what I'm saying. Purely because I refuse to watch the sweet blood of Jesus. Just because I forget that name is just like what are you? Doing?
1: I still haven't watched it, but I have watched she hate me.
0: <laughs> I'm like I'm looking at him like warily as if he's like just picked up like a hook or something like that. I'm like, oh, what are you doing? Spike?
1: The sweet blood of Jesus. <laughs> like,
0: oh, what are you doing? It there, sounds,
1: Spike? It's like Spike. You don't have to. Channel your inner house slave on this one. Yeah, where are you <laughs>
0: going with this one, buddy? <laughs> where, where are, we going, where are but you going, just... Spike?
1: <laughs> Which I guess he he gave him a, a couple more shekels for for this one. Um, you know, because it, it it definitely it's. I mean, it's a it's a movie. Uh, like, yeah. I would like to see a, a Tales from the Crypt four. I just think that other um,
0: people need to be responsible for it. Maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I'm like I'm like y'all did the original, and the second one. And the third one, all to various ranges of of quality. Like you know what you know what this would benefit from. Yeah. Uh, making instead of just doing it as a movie, just make it a show.
0: Yeah, a um, uh, six episode mini series or whatever the fuck. And, and if people like it, you can come back. Yeah, like
1: yeah, like get like give you know be executive producers. Get a bunch of hot new fresh blood. Like, bro, a Nia DeCosta episode would go fucking nuts. 'Cause she she did the new Candyman. Oh. Um you, you know, so I like, have you get... not
0: seen either the old or new ones. I I, I like oh, Yeah, it just never happened that. for me. Like, Candyman was one of those movies that like I remember hear people like talking about it, but it just never like came in front of me, you know what I mean? Like
1: I I watched the uh the original before watching the new one, and that was a. Uh, uh, I don't know if you'd seen my story after I walked out of it. I have the new one, and I'm like, oh wow, I really, you know, I fuck with this movie. I really like the cinematography, but it's like the last ten minutes. So I'm like, I don't often feel like emotional triggers from like race related imagery, but the end of the new Candyman actually kind of got me very, very oh. close. I'm like, I was like, oh fuck, I oh, wow. I didn't see this one coming. Oh, no. <laughs> you, it's like I mean, here's a Candyman is intrinsically tied to like race, racial topics. Right. But right. goddamn, I remember
0: learning about that much.
1: Yeah. But it's like, but but goddamn, like that—that's a really good example of like, if that was like adapted as a Tales from the Crypt like experience, that would be an interesting like thing to do. But, but you know, mm. I'm glad they're feature length films. But yeah, I mean, I think that those are opportunities that they're doing. Like, I, I hate to say it but like if they got some some Jordan peel dollars and got some new like oh, yeah. male female talents in the black community because like they're
0: For sure some queer so, horror voices I mean
1: yeah oh not, son yeah. queer horror now that's a that's some you would I would love to see touched on because like it's those definitely gates yeah yeah because like you know the the intersection of like black horror and queer horror is something that I don't think anyone has been able really to touch have, yet. But yeah yeah it was like, but give it time, you know, it was, it was like, yeah, there's, there's a, the, because the black community has a very interesting relationship with horror. I think there's two horror noir mm-hmm. and, uh, documentaries. Th- I-
0: there's like, yeah, there's like that one level where it's just like, oh, it's a bunch of white people that make horror movies. So we're just going to be the people that die first and da, 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 Like there's that angle right. of it. Right. But then there's also the sort of like, well, horror is all, like, you know, if you know anything about movies and like. People of all shades like movies, including black people, black people love them in some movies, right? Like, you know that yeah. horror movies are speaking about like deeper, you know, political issues of the day, right? And so like, yeah, of course, right. black horror is going to have that, you know, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, like like, fe- like fear is a universal concept, but it's, it's kind of like, it's the difference between a, a get out and a us where get out <laughs> is, you know, it's a black horror film. Us is a horror film starring black people. Like mm. in theory, that movie could have been made with anyone of any ethnic background. Yeah. But I, it's just you like know, it, it just it,
0: it, it, it random throw out thing here, but like I remember there being like a weird narrative inconsistency in the film, uh, in us to like a certain extent, like something about uh how mm. how the girl like switches over. But I remember having that feeling as I was watching it, it being like it felt like a, you know, fairy tale more than like a direct horror movie, right? Like like mm. it, horror but in that sort of like fantastical way that it's it's playing out right. so like i honestly like kind of gave it a pass
1: on that level which yeah there there's a couple um i believe like inconsist- inconsistencies that i heard about the movie but it didn't really impact my in- cuz like here here's the, the the weird thing is like i think get out is the stronger one but yeah. us stayed with because like i related to get out on a personal level oh of course of course <laughs> it's like if you've been if you've been, if a, you've black been a black man, man in america <laughs> if, if, you know, been a black man in america or a black man that's had interracial relationships like oh this connects but right. us like stayed with me longer yeah. just because like, uh, like once you get to the and there's that implicate like what fucked me up was the implication. Uh, at the end cuz i'm like oh fuck that's decades oh my yeah. jesus like oh, that, just the implication of horror and I'm like for,
0: and oh, just to get God. Into a little bit uh, uh spoilers for uh, what it, Yeah, spoil, spoilers movie, for you know those two things. movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh at, 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 like the the conceit general conceit of us is that like yeah like uh there was possibly these uh american um um underground experiments where people right. are uh, like, having, being tethered to these underground people, and, you know, it's supposed to be, like, that direct illusion of capitalism, but also, like, I remember people t- coming up with the question of, like, well, then how, when people get on airplanes, what happens? Like, they da not like, I think that was the extent that I was kind of going, like, you have to look at this as, like, a fairy tale, wherein the point is that it's, like, yeah, yes, like, there are structural things that maybe don't make sense in the nitty-gritty, but, like, I'm trying to build a bigger, like, metaphorical point that you're supposed to be looking at which is the, you know what I mean? Where like, you know, different types of storytelling where it's just like, I'm not necessarily trying to do a, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, like I'm more relying on what the imagery is supposed to be invoking than the logical way that this imagery gets there. In the same way that like, you know, um, like, I mean, sure you can bag on a, what do you call it? Uh, Jean Luc Godard movie from like French New Wave of the 70s for not being like, mm-hmm. you know, plot wise consistent. But like, after a certain extent, it's like, but they're not trying to do that. They're trying to do this, you know? Like, yeah. That's just how I felt about it. But,
1: um, it, yeah, it was, and it, was a, it was a point where, like, it, again, spoilers for, for us, but it's like when you get to the end in the reveal about uh, Adelaide and, and Red in and that switch, like, when you think about the timeline of it, I'm just like, oh, that's fucking terrifying cuz like you know the life that you had and then having that like ripped away from you and and like turned on its head literally in a sense. Yeah. And I'm just like I'm like that's like 20 years of of pain. Yeah. From like like you were there from a child. That's like a toll. Right. Another yeah. level of trauma.
0: Just to just to say uh just to get into it right like cuz the point is like the flip like the the setup the conceit is that like oh my god, here's this woman from another world come to destroy us. But when you get that narrative flip at the end which keys you into what happened, then it becomes oh, this person who actually has kind of right to be coming back because I did take them. Like, I did take their life. You know, like, I did switch places with them. And I, as the main character who you are sympathizing with, I'm the bad guy. And I knew that this whole time. (laughs) Like...
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a dark and fucked up. <laughs> yeah,
0: like I think people really don't think. Yeah, I think people really just look at it as like, oh, like an inception. Oh, is it real or not? Oh, oh, what a what a twisty to there is like. No, that has narrative implications. What they did if they if that is the case, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah,
1: yeah, like I, I think that's what really can kind of make horror have some staying power is. It's a lot of like what's seen but then if you tactfully know how to use what's implied. Mm-hmm. That's what'll yep. fuck you up. So like if you're yep. you know if we're even if we're applying it to Tell from the Hood, it's like had they left uh the the opera singer in the body, now she's just stuck there and she has her whole life stolen like implication. It, it,
0: right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> And, and so it's like she goes on, on to have an entirely she, she's yes yeah, she's lost her whole life and she's about to die. like that is horrifying. Oh my god, to wake up and you just lost 70 years of your life like yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like you lost 70 years of your life, everything you you know loved ones. So it's just like and they'll and they never know the difference. Right, right. Uh is a movie. It's all right. It's it, this is some shit that is like they're going to play this like BET Halloween Spooktacular right, starting right. at nine starring Ray J is the host
0: (laughs) (laughs) right like like I said if you're 12 or 13 and hanging out with your friends and want to watch a stupid like movie like this is that movie like let's find a new horror movie to bag on This, this is for you you know like sure yeah. you know what i mean like for, like for its ridiculous elements that you can when you're with friends go like oh that's ridiculous oh that's silly and then maybe have a moment where you're like oh wow that was actually really well done oh, all right but anyway
1: like you know yeah yeah, yeah it, and and watching uh, these these three if you watch them like one to two to three that'll just be an emotional roller coaster and i wouldn't <laughs> wish that on anybody you'd be yeah, like that's... jesus what i don't know how to feel about all this don't
0: do that to yourself well, well instead watch some pincher brothers uh when <laughs> yeah,
1: like watch watch some Venture Brothers, watch some Yu Yu Haka show, like enjoy to oh, yeah. which I guess that is a different that's demons and shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but the the real demons was the friends we made
0: along the way. Indeed. So this has been the Review Your New Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear all the other exclusive episodes, be sure to check them out on Patreon at patreon.com slash Rapcritic, where you can also, of course, get access to Rap Critic episodes early, vote on song reviews, and join the RC Patreon Discord. Plus, if you enjoy the show, please rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your podcasts are heard or listened to. It's super helpful, and it exposes us to other people trying to find content like this on the ever-changing, uh, turning-worm-snake-algorithm thing that is the, yeah, the constantly-whirling-and-rotating-algorithmic-changes <laughs> that happen, whatever the fuck. So, yeah, we appreciate uh, sending us some love in that capacity. So uh definitely uh, it, oh yeah definitely follow us. I am so good at cleanly just promoting myself in ways that are just really fluid. So it's just so pleasing to the ear yeah. to hear me not stumble over my words like I'm fucking Rick over here. Uh but anyway,
2: <laughs>
0: definitely <laughs> a follow you up with the show. Until next time, I'm DJ and I'm Will. And Happy Halloween, suckers! If you're an adult, just get yourself some fucking chocolate and chocolate with almonds and some shit like that, man. Yeah, like, so fucking enjoy fucking yourself.
1: Get some turn. out. Do it. You're grown. You can buy your own candy. Right?
0: Isn't that such a fun, you know, just feeling just be like, hey. I I'm I'm have
1: social. the power now.
0: Right! <laughs> I don't need to rely on uh uh candy socialism. Candy socialism. <laughs> <laughs> So read the grave, study the scriptures but you can't be saved, so behave.